Hello and welcome to the Corona Chronicles, a podcast documenting the experience of living through the coronavirus pandemic of 2020. I'm Max Lee. Today is Wednesday, March 18th, and thank you for listening. Today I'll be talking to my dear friend Sam Rupert, but first a quick update from the news. In encouraging news, China reported no new cases today, a situation which will be important to monitor when considering the endgame for this pandemic. A study published by Imperial College suggested that it would not be possible to avoid massive death tolls without enacting severe social distance policies until the availability of the vaccine, which is not expected until September of 2021. However, this study did not account for developments in technology outside of vaccination, such as increased testing and contact tracing. It will be important to monitor how South Korea and China's situations develop as they ease into normalcy to see how valid the study's findings are. In the United States, infections continue to increase while President Trump has signed the first economic relief bill providing free testing to all, paid sick leave to workers, and food, medical aid, and unemployment aid to those affected. So with that, we'll get into the interview with Sam. Sam, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Great. So can you talk to me a little bit about what your semester was like before all this started happening? So it was, you know, pretty normal. Um... Definitely, you know, I'd been following a little bit of what was going on in China beforehand, just because, you know, I have, I'm taking journalism classes, so you got to stay on top of everything with that. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't really pay much attention to it, and pretty carefree semester. Um, and then, you know, in the span of a week, everything kind of just changed very quickly, and it was a very weird ending to a semester, so... Yeah, was there, was there a specific moment that this became real for you? Honestly, the uh, when it started feeling um, sort of surreal almost was uh, when like the NBA canceled uh, or suspended their season, like March Madness getting canceled, like the sports world, um, especially with a lot of sports um, that bring in so much revenue, like watching those uh, kind of fall one by one was pretty crazy um but definitely getting the notification that you know I'd be doing online classes for a couple weeks after spring break um was weird and then you know kind of got another reality check yesterday when I got the email it was like oh you're online for the rest of the semester so you know there's it's kind of I'd say more um it builds so there's like different things that you get from it uh as it goes on but it's not all at once for me it's been more like there's a different sort of thing and once you think it's like okay like I've kind of grasped what's going on then something else happens and you're like okay you know not really so it's it's definitely uh interesting how you know you think that you have an idea of what's going on and then all of a sudden you don't so I don't know yeah and so how has your how has your mindset shifted throughout the course of the week has the idea of when this would end been constantly updating to be quite honest with you, I'm trying not to think about that as much. Um, I'm kind of more trying to focus on what I can do um, to make sure that myself, I'm safe, and as well as, like, the people around me. Um, like, my, my mom takes care of my elderly grandmother, so, you know, have to make sure that nothing's going on um, with that. But, you know, it's there's, like – there's times where you think about it where you hear like the predictions of late July to like August, um, which is kind of crazy to even think about. Um, But it's also like, you know, that's when we could see like the 
like actual number of cases kind of disappear um, versus like, you know, how long we'll actually be doing like social distancing to the extent that we're doing it now um, is kind of interesting to see how long that'll go. Um, I definitely would say it goes back and forth a little bit, like, you know, with, um, you know, a lot of our generation going down for spring break still and stuff like that and like traveling. um, It's definitely uh, a little frustrating because, you know, you see, see stuff like that. It's like, all right, like, you know, all this social distancing that we're doing now is going to just be longer for all of us because um, some people, you know, are like still out having fun, but you know, I don't know. It is what it is. Like you can't, I'm trying not to think too much into it because otherwise then it just kind of gets, you know, you get caught up in it and you don't want to get caught up in it. And I think the most important thing to have right now is just a positive mindset on everything. So kind of you know trying to see the positives see the positives in every day not think too much into the future um and not think about how long you've been uh you know socially isolated for (laughs) yeah were were you an early subscriber to social distancing uh very much so yes um i mean as soon as i got home was you know big uh big believer in it but especially um like i said before i have an elderly grandmother she suffers from parkinson's disease has progressed pretty uh, aggressively recently. So my um, parents have to both go up and like take care of her, help feed her and stuff. And so for me, like that's the big thing is I can't be passing anything on to my parents um, because then that would definitely get passed on to my grandmother. And, um, you know, odds of her surviving something like this virus are, Uh, extremely low so you know I definitely didn't take much for me to you know subscribe to that idea Um, plus you know it's not really that hard you know it's just basically like they're telling us that you have to binge watch a show so I'm just trying to find uh find something to do it's that's the big thing (laughs) yeah so do you have any plans for the immediate future social distancing yeah or just you know how have you been spending your days how are you trying to spend your days um, I mean, to be quite honest with you, I'd, I'd love to try to go around um, and kind of document some uh, photographs of like locations around Fairfield um, and maybe even going over into some cities around us and just kind of taking some pictures of how like empty it is. Um, but I mean, other than that, I have plans to go kayaking, um, you know, good social distancing from everyone when you're out on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, it's kind of just finding something to do every day that's not the same thing as the day before, because um, it gets old quick when, you know, you're not having as much to do. <laughs> and you mentioned that your your grandmother is somebody who could be very greatly affected by the situation. What extra precautions has your family been taking as far as, like, getting the basic necessities or going to the grocery store, are those are those things that have been affected? Or are you still going about that as usual? I mean, I wouldn't say as usual. Um, like we're, we're definitely limiting trips that we take out. Um, we're not going to like the supermarket as much. So, you know, my, my mom has been slowly kind of um, not like, you know, not hoarding stuff. Um, I mean, that's, that'd be an overreaction, but you know, every time she goes out, she'll like get, you know, maybe a couple cans of beans or something. It was like been putting that kind of stuff down in our basement just in case, 
you know, things get worse um, where we might have to, you know, kind of stay in. But, you know, it's just kind of avoiding uh, public locations. You know, my parents have been pretty strict on not having my sister and I go out anywhere. Um, but yeah, not pretty much just not going anywhere <laughs> is, is kind of what it is right now. Um, but other than that, not really like any like crazy precautions, like, you know, we're not wearing masks or anything. Um, just kind of, you know, washing your hands, making sure you're not like touching your face if you're going out in public. Um, and then just, you know, social distancing has been the, uh, the main keys so far in our um, experience with all of this. And do you have any personal concerns with this situation or are they mostly related to the people in your life? Uh, it's definitely more related to the people in my life. I'm not too worried about myself. Um, you know, you, you have the like freak cases where you have a young person that gets way sicker than they thought they would. But um, again, like I said, you can't worry about those things that are out of your control. So, you know, you just have to think that, you know, if I were to get it, I'd probably be okay. You know, I'm taking care of myself now, like, you know, eat, hydrating, eating healthy, getting a lot of sleep, um, exercising, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I mean, if you're doing that kind of stuff, you'll, you're probably going to be okay. But it's definitely more a concern for um, other people in my life, rather more than, more so than me. So I'd say I'm more worried about as like a transmitter of the virus um, versus actually, you know, coming down with it. So in terms of limiting the amount that you could be transmitting, what's been the hardest transition to make, hardest adjustment for you? Definitely just, you know, kind of a, more of a lack of a social life right now. I'm a pretty social person, especially when I'm home. Um, I, I like to, you know, get out of the house and go do things with people. Um, Cause it's, you know, it's easy to kind of, you know, get get to ha have a lot of distractions going on it's nice to have when you're home um so i mean that's definitely probably the hardest thing i mean other than that like you know i don't like go out to eat a lot like it's not like i'm missing like going out to places in our town um but you know i definitely definitely bummed that like the the hiking trails are closed and stuff like that like those areas i would love to go to especially you know now with that you can't like congregate with people it'd be nice to kind of go out and um have those areas kind of more space to enjoy but um not really it's kind of you know like i said just kind of finding things to do um to pass the time but it's not like the, the definitely the social aspect is uh of social distancing is is the hardest part <laughs> right uh, have you found any ways to supplement that need for social interaction? Uh, Google Meet. <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's the one right now that um, has been a good good way. FaceTiming people, just you know, it's not the same, but it, it's a decent supplement to kind of you know act as a distraction, kind of from everything that's going on, which is another helpful thing to have where you're not obviously it's pretty much any, everything that the news cycle is about right now. So, you know, kind of getting stuff that's outside of, uh, you know, coronavirus is, it's a nice uh, refreshment from that. Speaking of, you know, news and getting updates for the coronavirus, how have you been getting your news about the coronavirus? Um, so I have, uh, I have apps on my phone for the New York Times um, and the Washington Post, I believe. So I get updates through both of those 
as well as I follow a bunch of news organizations and um, Donald Trump, like, on Twitter. So, you know, you kind of get all of the different, um, just reading, like, articles and updates on it and kind of trying to also look at, like, a variety of sources so you're not taking everything from one source where, you know, it might not purposely be misconstrued, but, um, you know, if you have some information that might be misleading, then, you know, you can double check it with a bunch of other sources. If they're all saying the same thing, then you can usually assume that. And also just getting information from the CDC and the uh, World Health Organization are probably the most important things like right now, especially listening to um, what they have to say about it, because these are, you know, the scientists and doctors that their like job is to control things like this. So, you know, their tips and everything about all of this is definitely one of the most important things to be like keeping up with and listening to right now. And has this increased the ferocity or the amount that you're checking the news? I mean, I'm sure it does with everyone. Um, you know, that I don't think, I mean, there's never been something of this magnitude. Um, and there might never ever be something in our lifetime of this magnitude um, where it's like the whole entire world. So, I mean, I definitely think I check it more. I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm pretty, um, I try to stay up to date on the news anyways, as is, but I think it's, it's pretty hard not to kind of be, you know, looking at how many new cases and stuff like that every day. So yeah, definitely probably a little more so than usual. And so now shifting focus to school a little bit, have you had online classes yet for your school? Uh, no, I'm currently on spring break, actually. So starting Monday, my classes all go online. Um, so I'm not really sure how that's going to work yet. I have a couple courses where they, I, I haven't had anyone say that we're going to have specific online lectures like we might have. I had one teacher say we might have some. Um, but for the most part, it seems like a lot of my classes are just going to be um, kind of just do it on your own time, but like, you know, do it by the deadline, but um, which will be definitely interesting. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I guess it's it's kind of uncertain for everyone. I, I don't know if we're going to get our money's worth as far as. Yeah, goes, yeah. But. I think that's the biggest concern for me right now is like, you know, what's if I'm not having any online lectures, then why shouldn't I just buy the textbook and then I'd learn the same material as I would reading the PowerPoints. So, I mean, it's definitely a little frustrating to, you know, not think that you're going to get the same level of education out of it, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, this was a planned like leave of absence. So, you know, you can't really like fault the school for not having a pandemic uh, response in place because, you know, this kind of thing, no one's really ever expecting to happen, per se. How has your school responded? Did they kick everybody out? Did, has it been more gradual? What has their response been? Well, they actually, they waited a while, um, which was a little weird. So we, I want to say we found out on Thursday that uh, before we left for spring break, that we would be online for two weeks after our spring break. And then yesterday we found out that we were done for the semester. So, I mean, I know some people definitely probably brought like more stuff home with them than they needed to, but I know like my sister didn't bring everything home with her. 
Um, so they haven't really gotten in touch with that yet. Uh, the school has handled it, seems like they've handled it pretty well. Like they canceled all of the summer study abroad programs and like are refunding all of those. Um, they, they have plans, I believe, to refund uh, room and board partially. So I think it'll be, I mean, it seems like they're handling it as well as they can. I think the only thing that I would like to see is like, you know, kind of some uh, professors maybe taking a little like leadership role in like how they're doing their online courses to kind of make up for the lack of like in-person lecture style that, you know, everyone kind of signs up for. (laughs) So, you know, but other than that, you know, I think that uh, UConn's done a pretty good job of handling it. Um, And I think, I, I mean, obviously it's the right call to send everyone home for the rest of the semester. Uh, There's no reason to like even risk anything happening. So, you know, that's great to see that happening at least, you know. And have you had a sense for what the buy-in from the students has been? I mean, like, I think everyone's taking it pretty seriously considering that they've closed down schools. I think, you know, like I said, like you still have some people that go on like spring break, but I mean, a lot of my friends canceled their spring breaks because of this. Um, So that was like good to see. Like there's definitely like, you know, there's definitely, I think there's a lot more people taking it seriously than not, which is a good thing. And, you know, there was no like, you know, complaints from the students that, you know, obviously there's like the, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. But like, no one's like questioning the logic of it. I think everyone understands that, yeah, you you can't really go back to school right now or else this is going to spread all over campus, especially with people being in dorms and that tight of like quarters, people sharing showers, like it's bound to, you know, get out of hand quickly on a college campus. And your parents are teachers, right? So how, how is their, how have their schools been handling this? Are they online? So yes, both of them are online. Although for my mom, it's a lot easier because she's more helping teachers with like their curriculum and stuff. Although for my dad, it's a lot different because he teaches in Bridgeport where a lot of his students don't necessarily have access to computers. And it's not like they could go to the local library or something to get access to computers because all of those are closed as well. So the online courses for him, I'm not really sure how they're going to work. He was um, definitely wondering how that's going to work as well. And, you know, you kind of like hope that it's not like there's groups of kids that are just getting left behind because they don't have access to computers. But I I don't really know how else you could really go around that other than just kind of suspending it and maybe trying to do classes starting later in the summer or something. But I, I don't, to be completely honest with you, I don't, I don't really have a good solution to get around that. You just might not be able to. Um, so I, they might either have to do like accelerated courses in the fall. Um, but like I said, I, I mean, it's definitely going to pose a challenge for them. And like, that's something that I think, probably a lot of people don't think about is like, you know, inner city uh, schools where children might not have access to computers, like they can't go online. Like we're, you know, we're both from a privileged area where we have easy access to all of that material. But yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely going to pose a challenge for that. So I'm not really sure how that's going to be handled with or what the outcome of that's going to be, but it's definitely, I'll definitely keep you updated on that. And then on a bit of a happier note, has, has there been anything that's given you hope throughout this situation? 
Uh, yeah, actually today there was uh, something that, you know, gave me a lot of hope. Yeah, I was uh, driving by the beach and they've closed the beaches in Fairfield. Um, and there was not a single person on the beach, which was, you know, a positive thing to see because you can just pull up and walk onto it. No one's there stopping you. But, you know, it shows that people are taking it seriously. Like you see people walking around. Um, and there's a lot of people outside, but no one's really getting close to each other. They're giving people wide berths. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely good, positive to see like people taking it seriously. And then also, you know, you got to have some happy news stories in there as well when you're reading the news. So there was like a, um, an elderly gentleman who went to his wife's nursing home um, like the other day for their 67th anniversary. And he can't go in, but he held a sign out the side of her window. So it's, you know, it's stuff like that where, you know, the heartwarming things that you have to look at too, because, you know, it gives you hope that, you know, if this, you know, if these people can do it, then like, so can we like, and everyone's going to get through it. Like, we're all going to get through it eventually, but you know, it's going to take a communal effort. So it's, uh, you know, just trying to stay positive and it's all going to work out. Yeah. And then. Last question. I hope you can stay positive for this one. All right. What do you think the world looks like on July 1st, 2020? Honestly, I don't, I like, you know, I, throughout all of this, I've never seen us like plummeting into like a, an apocalyptic society or anything like that. Um, I really think that I just, I think the world will be a lot more of a, a careful place, um, which definitely isn't a bad thing. You know, I also have hope for, the world paying more attention to science where you know kind of in recent years you've seen group like larger pockets of people kind of pushing back against some fundamentals of science which is you know a little frustrating especially with vaccines um so you know you hope you see like more people kind of like understanding why vaccines are important and you know i mean i think that at that point it will you know, hopefully, knock on wood, it will be uh, starting to, like, calm down and filter out. Um, and I think that hopefully people will be able to actually, you know, be outside with each other, enjoy the summer. Um, but like I said, I don't see it being, see it being a lot better than it is now. But I don't see it us, like, uh, descending into some apocalyptic society where, you know, there's no no rules or anything or you know, I, I don't think that we'll be in the same social isolation that we are now um, by July 1st. So I think by July 1st, you know, I think people will be getting ready to watch the, the fireworks and, you know, hopefully not six feet apart from everyone. That sounds like a good place to be. I hope, yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah. Uh, so thanks so much for, for joining me and talking to me. Uh, this has been a great chat. And thank you to everybody that listened. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.